Mike Dell's World, number 172 for December 28th, 2010. Miller's Night Out by the banjo man Todd Taylor. You can find his stuff over at www.toddtaylorbanjoman.com. And welcome to Mike Dell's World number 172. Uh, just a quick holiday update here before we press on to more pressing issues. So I had a, a good Christmas holiday uh, with uh, both sides of the family, both uh, my side and Kathy's side. On New Year's Eve, we had our uh, extended family Christmas for my side of the family over at my mom's house. And then uh, right afterwards, we uh, had a gift exchange with uh, just my parents and my sister and my nephew and my grandmother. And uh, that 
was nice and uh, got some some good uh, good uh, stuff stocking stuffers and uh, you know, nothing of any great significance other than uh, of course I got the Kindle a little bit before Christmas so I guess that'd be my uh, big uh, present for the year and let's see after that uh, Kathy and I came home did our little gift exchange amongst ourselves and still got to bed by 10 o'clock so or 10:30. That was kind of nice on Christmas Eve. Got up early on Christmas morning, jumped in the vehicle and headed uh, south for uh, Kathy's side of the family. Went down to Grand Haven. It's uh, about 140 miles south. Of course, if you've listened to me for a while, you've heard me talk about it. Well, anyway, we went to her folks' place and uh, around 1 o'clock had a, a really good prime rib dinner. Of course, at my folks' house the, the night before, we had uh, macaroni and cheese. Good homemade macaroni and cheese, not the stuff out of the box. And uh, it was wonderful. But anyway, <laughs> had a good prime rib dinner down at uh, Kathy's folks' house. And then we did our uh, gift exchange. Of course, uh, everybody uh, had a good time. Wasn't uh, too bad. And then uh, we went over to uh, our friend Mary's house where we spent the night. And... Uh, did a little gift exchange there, and she's kind of all uh, gifted out now, uh, both giving and receiving. Got a big old pile of stuff upstairs, uh, uh, most of it useful, and uh, none of it too techy. That's kind of cool. I did get a really cool knife, a uh, little pocket knife that uh, has a, a red flashlight in it. It's not a laser pointer. It's a red flash flashlight, but uh, made by Columbia. And uh, kind of like a, a little mini Swiss Army knife type thing, but uh, yeah. that was really cool. I've been carrying it around uh, and have found uses for it, so that's a good thing. But hope you're, hopefully your holiday went off without a hitch and uh, and everything was good to go. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate something else, I hope uh, you had a Merry Christmas anyway. <laughs> that shouldn't be offensive even if you don't celebrate it. Uh, and whatever you do celebrate, I hope it was uh, it was good. So, uh, anyway, glad the holidays are over, to be honest with you. Although I am still uh, hearing Christmas music on commercials, so I don't know what that's all about. I'm kind of done with it. I like Christmas music to a point, but, man, you know, on the commercials, you know, we can we can do without that. I think, but, uh, you know, what do I know? But, uh, anyway, talking about, uh, TV shows, by the way, we, you know, we've got expanded basic here, which we didn't have up until, uh, I don't know, a few months ago and been actually getting into the HV or HGTV stuff, you know, all the house hunters and, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, homes on homes and, uh, I don't know. You know, there's a few of them. DIY disaster, all this home improvement stuff, and it's uh, kind of caught on a little bit. In fact, uh, Kathy and I are planning on redoing our kitchen. Of course, you've heard me talk about the uh, 1940s log cabin that we live in, that was uh, revamped sometime in the 60s, and the kitchen that we have is right out of the 60s. 
the sink, the countertops, the cu cupboard, and I believe the gas stove. Uh, all is from the '60s original from the uh, from the uh, remodel back in the '60s, and of course the uh, cheesy carpet on the floor, which we had carpet in our bathroom. We got rid of that last year, and uh, this year. We're going to get rid of the carpet in the living room and dining room. Or not living room and dining room, but the kitchen and dining room. But anyway, we got the uh, cheesy cabinets and, uh, and you know, weird countertops and old stove and sink and all that. Of course, we, we replaced the refrigerator last year uh, out of necessity, which was good. It's time. And we got a good deal on, on the one we got. But uh, we're going to pull up the carpet. And then after we pull up the carpet, we're going to uh, replace all the doors and and uh, drawer fronts, if we can, on the cabinets. And paint, you know, the, the rest of the structure of the cabinets. Because the cabinets are fine, I think. Although, uh, I'm going to get a second opinion before we start in on this. But uh, chances are we'll, we'll keep the cabinets. We'll even keep the 1960s uh, gas range because it works really good. And I don't care what it looks like that much. But uh, hoping that somehow I can squeeze a dishwasher in there next to the sink. But uh, we're going to do new countertops, new sink, and you know doors and, and drawers on the uh, cabinets and possibly squeeze a dishwasher in and then we're gonna well the floor in the kitchen itself is the original hardwood from the 1940s which would be a shame to cover but it's gonna be a whole lot easier to cover so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna put laminate uh, fake wood floors down i think not sure but i think that's what we're gonna end up with and in the dining room which is just plywood under the carpet uh, we're gonna of course put the laminate floor but I'm gonna have to put another another level of subflooring in there to make it even with the kitchen either that or I'm gonna have to tear up the hardwood in the kitchen and then put down the laminate so I don't know haven't uh, haven't really decided that uh, you know right here where I'm podcasting from is directly under the kitchen part of the house and it looks to me like we've got some other subfloor there and then the hardwood is put over the subfloor that uh, that I can see from underneath here so I don't have a finished ceiling in here it's you know I can see all the heat ducts and the and the floor joists and all that good stuff. So, uh, but anyway, hopefully we can uh, make the uh, kitchen look a little bit better. And uh, so that's the plan for uh, do it during the winter, since we're going to do laminate floors instead of refinishing the hardwood that's there. Probably, uh, probably won't be an impediment to uh, you know be able to walk through. And uh, you know, as far as the uh, sink being down I, I can't imagine that the sink will be down for more than a couple of days you know replacing the countertops and and the uh, sink i'm thinking that's going to be a you know one or two day project and in that case we can use the bathroom sink for uh, our sink purposes and uh, that'll just give us an excuse to eat out so we don't generate any dishes <laughs> so anyway that's the uh 
the gist of it. I, I'm sitting there, like I said, watching all these uh, HV, HGTV. Why can't I say that right? But HGTV shows there. And uh, one thing I don't understand is what do they mean by flow? Now, I understand what, you know, what flow is when it, you know, talks about air or water or whatever. But always in these house hunter programs, it's, you know, the, the real estate agents or the, or the people looking for houses always say, well, this flows into this and flows into that. And you know, of course it does. There's a door there. You can just flow through the door. But what the heck do they mean when they say, you know, this doesn't have the flow? Well, you know what? <laughs> Living in a 1940s log cabin, nothing flows. And it was built for people that were five foot two because uh, I'm continually hitting my head on stuff in the uh, cabin here because uh, apparently it was made for small people. But uh, I'm getting used to it, and I, I know where to duck and where to jive, and, and I want to hit my head too much. So anyway, well, I got a song here from the Ragbirds. It's called Around the Time. And of course, you know, with New Year's coming up, uh, we always think about time. So I figured this would be a, a good one to play. So anyway, here's the Ragbirds. Thank you. 
all listening to Mike on Mike Dell's World Podcast. And that was the Ragbirds again. Uh, definitely like those guys and gals. Uh, they they play at the uh, local bars around here every now and again, and yeah, I think they're pretty good. So ho- hopefully you enjoyed it. So anyway, uh, New Year's is coming up. 2010 is coming to a close here in a few days, and uh, don't have any real big plans for uh, New Year's Eve, which is good. Uh, kind of enjoy sitting around the house, and maybe watch a a movie or or something, and uh, you know, just uh, Kathy and I, you know, just sort of hang out. We get so many invites to New Year's Eve parties that uh, if we uh, did end up going to one, we'd end up going to 20 of them, and that's a good problem to have, but on the other hand, tradition has it the last few years we just hang around the house and take that holiday to ourselves. So Anyway, uh, I, I've got a list of resolutions, and I didn't write this list down, so this is all uh, off the top of my head, but last year and the year before, I don't know, probably for the last four or five years since I've started podcasting, I've not had any real resolutions this year i felt compelled that uh, i really need to do something uh, on january 25th i turn 45 so uh, i don't know that isn't quite a a landmark year you know like when you turn 40 or in five years when i turn 50 god willing but uh kind of gets me to thinking about stuff and I think this year I am going to do some resolutions and I'm going to put them out publicly so that uh, y'all can uh, hold me to it at least uh, at least that's the plan but uh, don't, don't give me too much crap about it <laughs> but uh, one of the resolutions is that I am going to sometime in 2011 not right away not right at the first of the year but sometime in 2011 I'm going to quit smoking cigars I uh, don't smoke a ton, but uh, I smoke enough to where sometimes when I have a a long weekend or or a day where I I just, uh, you know, playing around drinking and smoking and doing all that stuff, I end up uh, smoking too much, and I have a tendency to inhale them if I'm not careful, so due to uh, the ill health effects, I'm going to quit smoking the cigars and I don't smoke cigarettes or pipes or weed or anything else so uh, I guess that'd be I I quit smoking completely but that's going to happen sometime in 2010 I'm not going to say it's going to happen right on New Year's but it's going to happen sometime in 2010 another resolution that uh, I have is that uh, I'm going to get get more serious about my uh, alternative incomes, alternative income streams, uh, beginning with uh, the book that I keep talking about, and I've kept talking about it for the last year or so. (laughs) I'm finally going to get this thing done, and hopefully it'll be available via Amazon at some point in March. So, uh, I'm going to work on that. That's uh, the Flight Radio book. Uh, That's going to be kind of based on the website that I have, flightradio.com. And it's going to be a complete guide to 
listening to airplanes on your radio scanner and or shortwave receiver. Uh, I'll cover both. And all the little tips and tricks and how uh, and what the uh, air traffic controllers mean when they say certain things, what the uh, airplanes mean when they say certain things, how to find frequencies, you know, even though in the book I will have a uh, non-comprehensive listing of frequencies that I've collected over the years uh, because of flightradio.com. The book's just going to be called Flight Radio, Your Guide to Listening to the aircraft and air traffic control system. I don't know. I, I've got to figure out the, the subtitle, but uh, Flight Radio is going to be the the main name since I have flightradio.com and I do somewhat maintain it. Of course, I do a podcast over there too, uh, Aviation History This Week, which I haven't done in a couple of weeks, but <laughs> I'll get caught up. And that brings me to another resolution. Another resolution is I don't want to ever have to say on a podcast again, oh, sorry, I haven't podcasted in so long and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I want to keep a, a, a regular schedule. And I, I think I had that one last year, but uh, I'm, I'm going to continue working on that. And I'm not ever going to say again that uh, I'm sorry that I haven't podcasted in a long time. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Hold me to that. So if you notice that uh, I don't put out a Mike Dell's World at least weekly, give me some crap about it. If I don't put out an aviation history this week, every week, give me some crap about it. Please, you know, I, I really need to uh, get on a schedule with that stuff. Now, Geek of the North, it's one of my uh, other podcasts, my tech-related podcast. That one uh, is now bi-weekly. So I'm going to do that one every other week. And Jim Farley and I, of course, do What's Up With That, and we're going to do that one every other week. And so I'm going to do alternating weeks with uh, Geek of the North and What's Up With That. Speaking of What's Up With That, on Friday, New Year's Eve, uh, Jim and I were or are going to do our show, What's Up With That, and uh, you know, kind of round up some of the stuff that's happened over 2010 and you know be be a fun show of course we're sticking to a better format over there than we used to you know sometimes it just gets into a gab session but we're we're keeping it we're keeping it to the the format that we want to use uh here you know where we talk about screwy stories and and uh, all that and we're only playing one song during that podcast. Let's see another uh, resolution. Hmm. Well, the, to go along with that alternative income strategy, there I, I'm, I've been taking this video course uh, about uh, internet marketing and all that. Now, you know, not to be one of those. Uh, internet marketing gurus but uh you know this is this is something something new uh, that uh i got uh, actually through my day job and it's given me all kinds of ideas and so i'm gonna be working on that sort of thing during 2011 and hopefully uh, get some passive income going on uh, i've been listening to a podcast pat flynn uh, the Smart Passive Income 
podcast, which I heard uh, of through uh, Cliff Ravenscraft over at gspn.tv. And that's that's an interesting podcast, but he's given me some good ideas, along with this uh, video marketing course that I've been taking, which uh, hopefully will be done with here in the next uh, few days, actually, because uh, at work we're, we're having a major equipment upgrade, which has uh, sort of put us down between uh, Christmas and New Year's here, and uh, that's given me time to take this course uh, while at work. So uh, that's both going to benefit my day job and uh, benefit the side income business side of things. But uh, I'm not going to be uh, marketing to you guys or on any of my podcasts. That's uh, This is going to be something separate and it's going to be sort of anonymous and, and uh, see how it goes. But uh, if you want to uh, check out Pat Flynn's podcast, I, I will try to remember to put a link in the show notes to uh, his his podcast there, the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Uh, definitely uh, gaining some knowledge and, and some encouragement from that. And uh, let's see, of course, we're going to do the, the uh, house renovation, or at least the kitchen renovation. I guess I could throw that in the uh, New Year's resolutions category. But, uh, eh, who knows? <laughs> we'll see. And uh, next spring, of course, we're going to continue the yard renovation. Uh, last year, we put in a a uh, stone patio and and actually got, uh, I'd say, two-thirds of the lawn actually growing grass and, and looking good. So I'm going to fix the other one-third of the backyard lawn and get that going sometime next summer. So. I guess could be added to the New Year's resolution list. So, hey, guys, uh, email me and let me know what uh, what resolutions you guys are uh, thinking of for uh, next year. Oh, yeah, another one. Uh, since I got the Kindle, my plan is to read at least 20 books in 2011. And so that's... Uh, that's my goal. Read 20 nonfiction books. I'm not talking about fiction, but uh, 20 nonfiction books that will uh, help my business stuff and, uh, you know, just gave me some knowledge, you know. So uh, I've got uh, probably four or five of them on the Kindle already. And uh, as soon as I get those all read, I've got uh, probably four or five more that I want to read. And, uh, and so on and so forth. So I want to try to finish 20 books. I am going to list the books on the website on mikedell.com. As I finish, you know, as I finish them, I will list them there and uh, do a little book report as a blog post. So, and these will all be, uh, like I said, nonfiction uh, biographies or uh, how-tos or memoirs or whatever. Currently, I'm reading uh, George Bush's Decision Points, George Bush, or George W. Bush, or Bush II, as uh, some people might say. And regardless of what you think of his politics, it is really interesting listening to that. I have already read Bill Clinton's uh, books, <laughs> and I say books because it's not really one book. It's, 
it's like three books all wrapped into one. Of course, Decision Points is pretty long too. So, but uh, I have read Bill Clinton's book, and uh, it's interesting to hear his uh, memoirs. Although, in his case, I don't know if I believe a whole lot of it, but uh, I digress. I'm more of a libertarian, as you may know, so I don't really uh, subscribe to either one of the parties. But one thing I, I'll never forget is uh, when George Bush uh, took office after the fiasco in Florida there, and uh, the Supreme Court finally put a stop to that, and, and he got to take office. Oh, about six months into it, somebody wrote an article I think in the New York Times, but I'm not sure. But I did end up seeing it where the Democrats started started saying that uh, George Bush is using a new tactic, a new political tactic. He's actually doing what he said he was going to do. And, I mean, literally, they said this with a straight face, I, I assume, or at least, uh, you know, in, in print, it, <laughs> it seemed that way. But, you know, why would that be a, a tactic? You know, the guy says he's going to do A, and he does A, and they think it's, uh, you know, something weird. And, you know, I can't believe he's actually doing what he said he was going to do. That must be some sort of political tactic. <laughs> so, but like I said, I'm not against the Democrats. I'm not against the Republicans, but I'm not for either of them either. You know, I think there's uh, crooks on both sides, and... Uh, and the less they get done, the better. That's why I'm really happy about the midterm elections where uh, we've got a uh, Republican Congress and Democrat Senate and uh, presidency. So for two years, it's going to be a whole lot harder to get things done. And when they get things done, that's just a euphemism for costing us money. So uh, the less they get done, the better. And... Uh, Hopefully, maybe they'll get some things undone that they did get done in the last two years. But anyway, I digress again. Sorry about the, uh, sorry about the politics. But I did want to list some of my top pet, pet peeves for uh, 2010 now that it's almost over. And I guess this would probably apply for any year and any time. But I've just noticed. Uh, that lately, you know, especially, you know, been doing quite a bit of driving you know, back and forth to uh, Grand Haven and, and a few other places, that there's a whole lot of people out there that absolutely do not know how to drive, and they definitely don't know how to drive courteously. Courteously. Hmm. Hard time pronouncing that for some reason. But what I mean by that is... You know, here I am driving along. I've got the cruise control set. Okay, the speed limit in Michigan's 70 on the freeways for cars and 60 for trucks, which never did understand that. That'd be a whole other subject why trucks have to go slower than cars. It's not speed that kills, it's differential speed. And if you create an artificial differential speed, you're going to have issues. Anyway, so I got the crew set at 72, maybe, on the freeway, heading down to Grand Haven. And what I don't understand is why is it that there's somebody going 60 miles an hour 
And then there's somebody that's going 74 miles an hour, and they have to be right. When I come up on the guy doing 60, and I'm doing 72, the guy doing 74 is in the left lane just far enough back that I can't get over, so I got to hit my brake pedal, kick off the cruise control, and then I got to wait for this guy to get around and then I get out into the left lane to pass the guy doing 60 and the guy doing 60 kicks it up to 70 and the guy doing 74 kicks it back to 70 and it's just you know I should be able to set my cruise control in the right lane at somewhere around the speed limit and not have you know not have to deal with this now I understand it's nobody's fault and blah 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 but it is annoying so Therefore, it's a pet peeve. The other thing I don't understand is, okay, I'm doing this. Here's the same scenario. I'm doing 72, but there isn't somebody in the left lane, and there's nobody close in the left lane, and there's somebody in the right lane doing 60. I'm doing 72. I pull out doing 72 with the cruise control still on. I'm passing the guy doing 60 at a pretty good clip. Inevitably, there's somebody... Most of the time in a BMW, I don't know what that says about BMW drivers, but most of the time somebody in a BMW will catch up to me and be extremely impatient while I pass this guy going 60 while I'm doing 72. So then I get over and he goes flying by. It's almost like they uh, think that uh, they're more important because they're driving a BMW. Well, when I'm on the freeway, I'm, most of the time I'm driving a Cadillac. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> don't get that. And, uh, oh, by the way, you've heard the old joke, I'm sure. What's the difference between a BMW and a porcupine? On the porcupine, the pricks are on the outside. Bum bum. Yeah, I need my uh, snare drum here. <laughs> anyway. And, oh, yeah, and then talking about more driving things that seems to be where i'm focusing my attention but okay i work night shift as you know and i go to lunch somewhere between 3 30 and 4 30 in the morning and when i go to lunch i, I usually just because uh, i need to get out of the office and stretch my legs and whatever normally i'll drive up to a little gas station we got up the road it's a speedway station and uh, they've got Diet Mountain Dew on tap, and I'll get a Diet Mountain Dew and chat with the guy that's working overnights there, and you know. But anyway, lately, every single night, I pull out of the the shop. Nobody on the road. I get down to the main road, turn turn left onto the main road. Nobody's on the road. I get out on the highway. Nobody's on the road. I don't even get a block down the road on the highway, and I've got somebody right on my but so where does this traffic come from in the middle of the night and why is it that if i'm okay the speed limit on that stretch of highway is 45 i'm doing 40 ish you know i don't speed because i'm not in a hurry i don't even do the speed limit because like i said i'm not in a hurry but inevitably i'll have some bozo that's doing 55 come up on me now you know it's a four lane but that's not good enough for him He's got to climb right up on my butt and sit there for, you know, two minutes before he decides to go around. 
I just don't get that. I, I hate that when people are following and they follow way too close. That happens all over the place. But uh, anyway, that's just another one of my pet peeves. Of course, I mentioned the one about uh, Christmas music after Christmas in commercials. It seems to be the car companies are the ones most guilty of that. Uh, the Lexus December to Remember has Christmas music in it. And I'm getting really tired of it. Of course, that's on HGTV. Gosh, I can't get that right. Anyway, that's on HGTV where they have the Lexus December to Remember. The other commercial that really drives me crazy is the is the Volkswagen Sign and Drive commercial. Now, they don't have Christmas music, but those idiots flipping the pens around on their hand is just, uh, just goofy. <laughs> I digress. So turn off the damn Christmas music. Get over it. So anyway, I got a uh, another tune here. I'm going to play uh, Pickers Blues by the Gibson Brothers. You know, this is kind of a folky episode. Of course, tonight I do my uh, folk show, the last one of 2010. That'll be over at WNMC.org at around 7 o'clock Eastern time. So... Uh, I was gathering up some folk music for tonight and figured I'd play a little bit of it on my podcast. So anyway, this is Pickers Blues by the Gibson Brothers.
sooner than I thought it would, but anyway, that was the Gibson Brothers Pickers Blues. So anyway, to close out the show here, we're coming up on 42, I don't know, a little over 42 minutes so far. Of course, when I edit out the uh, blank space there after that song, it might be a little less than that, but anyway, I don't usually do a lot of editing, as you can tell. But, uh, Hey, one more uh, thing I was thinking about as a, a goal for 2011 is to uh, make sure that uh, Mike Dell's World comes up uh, to at least show 200 by June. I don't know the exact date that I did the first Benzoid report. If anybody knows or anybody has that original benzoid report uh, let me know and uh, and uh, send me a copy of it because i i'm missing about the first 10 or 20 episodes of the benzoid report which uh, is what this podcast was before i renamed it mike dell's world but anyway uh thinking june 2011 is going to be my six year anniversary of podcasting I started sometime in the early summer of 2005. Of course, I started listening to podcasts uh, somewhere around this time of the year in 2004 when I when I found uh, Trucker Tom's podcast. I think I started listening to him at somewhere around episode 20 or 25, something like that. Of course, I listened to Adam Curry and the DSC, which... Uh, I still listen to, but I listen to the uh, DSC No Music Edition, where somebody actually goes and edits out all the music and, uh, and then puts it out, because he's going like three hours now. I ain't got three hours to listen to music like that, especially it's, if it's not music that I picked out. You know, kind of kind of elitist that way, you know, being that I'm a part-time DJ, I, I like to pick my own music. <laughs> anyway, and not DJ in the scratching records type but to actually work at a real radio station spinning music still call it spinning music although a lot of it comes off the hard drive now i guess the hard drives are spinning so i guess it's still spinning music that's good just like here you know spinning music because it's it is on the hard drive but uh anyway i want to i want to get you know, at least, uh, well, I'm hoping to get 52 episodes in 2011. Of course, you know, I said that before, but at minimum, I'd like to uh, at least get the, uh, you know, 28, 29 episodes I need to get to uh, to get over 200. 
Not that I'm going to make a big deal out of it because that's not what it's all about. Of course, if you count all the uh, Mike Dell Unplugged episodes and uh, all the special updates and blah, 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 this and that, I probably am over 200 by now. But, you know, I want to make it official and put them out as official episodes. Like I said, this is 172. So, uh, you know, got uh, a few to go, quite a few, but uh, that'll work. Anyway, I guess I'll uh, let you go. If you have any uh, comments, questions, feedback, whatever, please feel free to uh, email me, mike at mikedell.com. You can catch me on Twitter at uh, mgdell. And uh, Facebook, uh, just search Michael Dell on, uh, on one of them. And uh, let's see, where else would I be? I'm on LinkedIn. Though I don't uh, really do much with that, but uh, you can find me there. Just search for Mike Dell. You should find me. You can find me on Google. If you type Mike Dell, I'm actually, I think, first right now on Google, uh, even ahead of the, the Mike Dell from Dell Computer. I'm just a little bit younger than he is, but not by much. And uh, let's see. Oh, well, I guess that's enough uh, pimping that way. Of course, you can uh, catch this podcast along with everything else I do over at MikeDell.com, GeekOfTheNorth.com, FlightRadio.com, and of course, we're all part of the Blueberry Network, and uh, Geek of the North and uh, Aviation History This Week are also part of the Tech Podcast Network. Uh, go check all those out. Disclaimer, I work for Blueberry. I do a lot of things, don't I? And I still feel under underworked and uh, underpaid. But uh, has nothing to do with Blueberry or or my day job or anything else. Just uh, <laughs> it's just the way it is. So wow, I'm just looking down here at uh, the recording software I use. It says I have this space remains for recording 83 hours and 44 minutes more. You think I could go 83 hours? I don't know. Anyway, you have a, a great start to 2011. Hopefully you had a great holiday, and I will catch you later, and you can catch me later. <laughs>